thankfully, we'd been working on making sure that we had uh, remote workforce tools and, and we'd been working on um, the digital workplace. So we'd been working on these things. And, and I mean, things like implementing teams and really, you know, working on training that was done remotely and having videos. So for us, it wasn't a huge shift. Now, of course, in your branches, that's not an option. So you do have some employees where that's not an option. Um, and that won't, I don't know, I don't know how that would ever be an option unless yeah. we get to a point where we've got cashless branches and you're <laughs> looking at video tellers, which is happening. Yeah. So, um, but right now that doesn't, that doesn't meet your whole customer base until the customer base has accepted that. But I think we're headed there. Yeah. But in terms of your back office position, there's a lot of things to be careful about with hybrid workforce. And one of those things is making sure that you're your customer, your member data is secure. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. And today we are going to talk once again of a conversation that is not getting exhausted at all. And I think it's going to go for a long time. Uh, it's a conversation around the hybrid workplace, how to create uh, policies, how to think about the strategies, how to think about the people's strategy when your workforce now is in a hybrid model, some of them working remotely, some of them coming to the office, or all the flexibility that happens in between. And we're going to have this conversation with Leanne, who has been in the HR space, uh, leading training development, even in areas such as marketing and business development for a long time, more than 20 years, and very passionate about helping organizations execute their business strategy through people. So Lian, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm well. Thank you. Well, thank you so I'm much doing for being great. Uh, thank you so much for being here. I am excited about this conversation. And you know, we're going to talk about hybrid workplace. You are leading the HR administration function at a bank. And yes. yeah. And I remember before the pandemic, before we even knew that a pandemic was actually going to happen. One of the industries that was very reluctant to, uh, you know, to sort of thinking about new models of work was the banking industry. <laughs> and true. I remember like literally like a month before the pandemic, like we, we're never going to work remotely. And the month after the pandemic, everybody's working remotely. Otherwise, we go out of business. How was that transition for yeah, you? How, yeah. how, how did it feel like? You know, it's thankfully we've been working on making sure that we had. Um, remote workforce tools and, and we'd been working on um, the digital workplace. So we'd been working on these things. And, and I mean, things like implementing teams and really, you know, working on training that was done remotely and having videos. So for us, it wasn't a huge shift. Now, of course, in your branches, that's not an option. So you do have some employees where that's not an option. Um, and that won't, I don't know. I don't know how that would ever be an option unless yeah. we get to a point where we've got cashless branches and you're <laughs> looking at video tellers, which is happening. Yeah. So, um, but right now that doesn't, that doesn't meet your whole customer base until the customer base has accepted that. But I think we're headed there. Yeah. But in terms of your back office position, there's a lot of things to be careful about with hybrid workforce. And one of those things is making sure that your, your customer, your member data is secure. Yeah when you've got someone working at home. So that's a big, you know, that really is a big deal. And that's where, you know, you really have to partner with IT on securities and on uh, restrictions around printing, None, no, no printing. You know, there's a lot of things that, um, that, that need to be in place there. 
But, you know, one of the big things too is just really equipping your middle managers in, in something that's completely new. So there's some people where you would have someone work from home occasionally, you know, they, they work from home maybe once a week. But now when you're getting into an environment, an extended environment where people are working from home a lot, it is a new skill set for your middle managers. Yeah. And so that's something that we've been really like now that we're kind of through the crisis, hopefully the main crisis part. Hopefully <laughs> out, of it, out of it soon, out of the weeds soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But now you're realizing, okay, you know, this, this is really adding um, to the employee experience and this is actually working. So now how do we, how do we change the expectations of your middle managers and how you equip them now where there's so much of the, you know, you always hear about how employees leave a manager, not a company. That's, ex that's just really magnified now in this environment because you're putting a lot of weight on that middle manager who really is one of the primary connections to an employee more so than ever in a hybrid workforce. So um... absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm glad that, by the way, you know, I've, I've had a lot of conversations around, uh, you know, hybrid workplace. And this is the first time somebody's bringing up the data, this, the, the cybersecurity and security of the data issue or, or, or component of this conversation, especially uh, for, for, you know, for the banking industry, because you want to make sure that, uh, you know, you, you believe that people will do the right thing, but, you know, you get, you still have to put the sort of the boundaries, right? And, and the safety guards, uh, the safeguards for people to do uh, the right thing. Um, let me ask you something, Leanne, you know, before the pandemic, one thing that happened because of the pandemic is that we reveal that some things that we were told before the pandemic were not really the way we were told before the pandemic. Meaning, you know, you found leaders saying, we're never gonna be able to work from home because of this and this and that. and and now that so many people are working from home from home you're like wait a second so that means that before it was just an excuse you know we could have done it before um so there's 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 a still from managers leaders senior leaders there's a still uh you know component of control uh that they would like to see their people in person uh you know not backed by science but they would like to see their people in person and that creates some tension to bring employees back to the office. In the banking sector, how do you how do you tell your leaders, for example, you know, we increase our employee experience, our employees are more engaged, you know, they're uh, they're more productive, they are happier because they have this flexibility. How do you convey that message um, you know, to your leaders if you happen to have any that want wants people to go back to the office? Well, yeah, no, that's a great question. And I think that's evolving. That's evolving. But I think yeah. one thing that we're doing is we've moved from these annual engagement surveys to pulse surveys more frequently. And, you know, there's maybe a lot of people who've done that, but we've gotten really intentional about the questions that we've been asking um, and even added additional questions related to how are you doing in this remote work environment? Mm. And so um, the, scores, the scores have gone up yeah. since we've been remote and meetings have become more efficient. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's more time to actually do the work, which is great. Yeah. But there are a lot more, you know, um, pulse trainings as well. You know, we've got these pulse surveys, but this training just in time, because there's just, you know, how do you, how do you really fully optimize all the digital tools that you have. How do you make sure that you're re reminding people and managers even of um, what what's available to them so that they can properly lead in this environment yeah. so employees could properly operate? 
Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. So. And, um, you know, when, when I hear the, the, some of the excuses of coming back to the office, of course, the sort of the, the, the quintessential uh, kind of like excuse that you hear is, well, you know, we want people to collaborate uh, and collaboration happens more in the office. And the, actually the science says that that's not true. You know, that, uh, you know, the, the interactions in the office don't happen at any different rate than they happen, you know, at uh, when people are working remotely. If you are intentional about creating the conditions for such collaboration to happen. Um, once again, I, I want to, you know, I want to go to to bring this conversation back to your specific industry because I think it's a, it's an industry that has been ripe for so many disruptions across the board. You just mentioned one of them, you know, these video tellers that I didn't know anything about before. Um, go, going forward, uh, you know, what what do you think are the biggest opportunities for uh, for sectors that have been sort of a stock in one way of operating and now they are being thrown into all this chaos that is basically, you know, forcing them to think differently about mostly everything. What do you think are the opportunities to going forward to think differently about, you know, uh, the way these businesses operate? Well, one, well, one of them is definitely the use of, are you talking about from the customer perspective? In, in or general, both, from, from both, HR, yeah. from you as an HR leader, from your leaders, from your employees? Yeah, so, well, some of the opportunities really are, um, you know, again, frequency of communication, frequency of trainings, um, the strengthening of your middle management team mm -hmm. from, um, I will say, you know, even from a business development standpoint, that's something that we've really had to reevaluate because where you had business development reps who are going out to your, to your key clients and being able to be on site, they can't do that anymore. Yeah. So the use of educational webinars is something that's increased. Now that's where you're really talking about the products that you offer and how that can impact them. Now we don't have to do those consultative models necessarily in a branch yeah. or on-site at a client's location. Now we are able to do that more remotely. And I think the customer base is actually adjusting pretty well to that yeah. as well. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, I think, you are describing some new opportunities, right? That that are created by all of us being thrown into this new reality, and you know, even being more comfortable with technology. You know, I, I always mention the example. You know, I mentioned offline that I live in, in northern Arizona, you know, rural town where most things, you know, especially in the political space, used to happen like in person, like the county officers bringing people like to you know committee meetings to discuss about things regarding the county and now they do it online meaning now everybody in the in the in the in the county has the opportunity to just join and hear what's going on rather than going to an in-person meeting that you probably wouldn't have gone before the pandemic so to me you know even in government this is happening and that that to me creates you know a wonderful opportunities um you know going forward um leanne yeah. as we as we're getting closer to wrapping up our conversation what what do you think are the 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 elements or the sort of the areas that we need to make sure that we keep our finger on, that we keep our pulse on when it comes to hybrid workplace. And I'm saying this because I, I want HR to be prepared to respond to some of these things going forward. If a leader says to them, hey, um, I want people to come back to the office because of this, I would love HR yeah. to be prepared to say, wait a second, you know, the data, the stories, the, you know, the information that we have says exactly the opposite from what you're saying. So what do we need to keep our yeah. eyes on? 
I do really think um, employee wellness is something that's really important. And um, while the hybrid work model is working very well, there's things that creep in, yeah. such as feeling isolated, yeah. um, wondering what kind of impact you're making. Yeah. And, um, and so how, and, and really, you know, one thing I just spend a lot of time thinking about is really equipping those middle managers to um, lead people really well and lead them intentionally and really uh, convey their not just being focused on measuring their productivity, where sometimes it comes across like you're not trusting somebody. Okay, well, what are you working on? Yeah. Instead, really letting them know the impact that they're having. So I think that that measuring impact is really important. You know, yeah. I think I'm, 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 I'm trying to be intentional about that myself, but I have an employee last week who said, you know, um, so do you have any, do you have any um, in, input for me on, on how I'm doing? And I thought, oh my gosh, I feel like I tell you a lot, but I got to do a better job of that. And maybe that's something where in a remote environment, you really, you think you've done it and you need to do it more frequently yeah. with more intention. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that you continue to bring the, the, the word in, intentionally, you're bringing the word intentional. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I love that because, you know, some, some things cannot be left just, uh, you know, out of, uh, you know, out of sheer good luck uh, to happen, but you got to be very active and intentional about making them happen. You know, like in the, in the office space, when you had a manager walking around and just talking to people on a random basis, uh, now it has to happen more like you have to schedule the time, you have to send the email so it, it, it really, it really changed. And like you said before, it puts a lot of responsibility on those um, frontline managers, uh, middle managers to, uh, or and leaders to, uh, you know, to be very, very aware and very intentional about the, you know, the impact they have uh, in the organization when people are working remotely. So Leanne, thank you so much for sharing these insights with yeah. me and the community. Great conversation. And, and I'm glad to see this sector you know, leading the leading the way in thinking differently and, and disrupting its own operation, you know, vis-a-vis -vis what it was before the pandemic. So thank you so much for yeah, being absolutely. with me today. Thanks for having me. Enjoy your podcast. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. <laughs> thank you. Uh, stay tuned for the next episode of the Hacking HR Podcast. I will see you all soon. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please follow us on our social media and subscribe to our newsletter, so that you can stay informed of all the things that we're putting together for you from the Hacking HR community. Thank you so much. Please continue to stay safe, stay well, stay strong, and we will see you soon.